0: What
1: did
2: you say what did you say about hot dogs what ah, hot dogs i had these uh, old beef ones from costco okay and they're not sitting well oh you had them today yeah i just had them i was really hungry this morning so i or just had them for lunch
1: <laughs> i was gonna say you had hot dogs this morning
2: <laughs> i've had weird stuff in the morning sometimes man i get the cravings i've had pasta in the morning i've had soup in the morning
1: pasta soup that, that, that that's okay those are you know salad yeah. you ever had salad for breakfast
2: no, we don't. I I actually like salad. I like egg salad. I like well, exactly. Salad. I was gonna say little
1: egg, little egg, uh, egg. I go yeah, egg I on like, like egg green salad.
2: salad. I like. You know what? I eat like a lot of spinach. I spinach like spinach. Is good. Yeah. You're like. Well, you're no. like Popeye. Look at those guns. You got the guns out today. That's adversary. This is Bluto, That's Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell a dirty joke. Where's mom. all? Where's olive oil? Olive oil, baby. Yeah, you don't want to go there with that. Okay. Leave olive oil alone. All right. Poor All right. You, you want you want to get
1: the show going?
2: I'd like to because my wife has to come back to work right away. She has to make money. I don't make any money, huh?
1: Yeah, right. 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 Aren't you working? You, uh, you're working the Bombers game, right? You'll be
0: there? No. I'm not but, tomorrow.
1: But it's your birthday. That's right. Oh, and it's a big one.
2: Yeah, that's where I'm going to lake. Good for you. I'm just sit there, at lake with some family and friends and have some, uh, some coalies and, That's it, man. Well, from from, my phone, waiting to him, I'm not coming
1: from everybody, uh, watching right now from Bonfire Sports. From me, happy birthday, Chris. It's a big one for you,
2: yeah. But it's not till tomorrow, man. I mean, that's a nice thing. Thank you, though. I appreciate that.
1: Like we laid out on the show, like we laid out on the show last week, we record this the day before the game. So, happy early birthday. But as people are watching this, happy birthday, Chris Walby.
2: That's right, it will be a birthday there. So, yeah. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun thing. I've had some friends drop by today or really, to say, uh, you know, best best wishes kind of things. And you know what? Yeah, it is. It's weird right? because I'm getting up on the other side now. You know, and every time you wake up, hey, if you're on the right side of the ground, it's a good thing. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm a perfect example. Of look, I mean, man, aside from the gray beard and those knuckles, I, I probably don't look. I probably don't look a day under sixty four. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Happy birthday, Chris. Uh, Speaking of birthdays and presents, we got a giveaway on game day Winnipeg this week. You got a pair of, I understand they're pretty prime tickets for the
2: Lions-Bombers game at IG Field tonight. Yeah, they're just, you know what, the club gets us tickets, they're alumni tickets, so you'll see a lot of the alumni there, which is great. Sweet. And because of the fact that I won't be at this game, which is I'm kind of sad about, uh, but otherwise I'm going to have some fun. Uh, so, you know, I thought what better way to use them or utilize these tickets but not, you know, just give them away. Somebody that's going to watch the show and is going to love the show and now get a chance to win something. And maybe this is something we'll do on a you know a more frequent basis. I, I mean, But, you know, we only got like, I think, five games. I mean, and then, you well, I guess we should say it. I don't want to put the jinx on these guys. They got four and then the playoffs. You know they're going to wrap it up, though. I mean, they, there's so many of that. The odds are so. They would have favored. to. They would have to lose out to not they host can't. that West final no. on December fifth. But the it it'll be the first time they've clinched the West since 1972. I was blown away when I looked it up. I said, "Holy mackerel!" Because when we we used to win the East, but that's when we were in the East, right? Right. So 1972, first time clinched the West. So So, that's a pretty good thing for these guys.
1: If you want to win these tickets, we're not going to go all the way back to the 70s, but we'll go back to the 80s. And if you're a viewer in the past, we hope you are. Thanks for joining us through uh, this 2021 season. You know Chris has talked a lot about the toughest safety he ever played with. Now, Brandon Alexander is shown to be all-star caliber, I think, you know, he's probably got my vote right now when it comes to the CFL uh, all-star teams. He's extremely tough. He's intimidating. Alligator arms is the way you like to put it, Chris. The opposing receivers when uh, 37 is in their vicinity. But if you remember, you will win the tickets. Who's the toughest safety
2: Chris Walby ever played with? Yeah, so you got 16 years to go through. But uh, the one guy will stand out, and I'm pretty sure that if you're an avid viewer or an avid fan, uh, you'll know who this person is.
1: So you got to get into the comments on this YouTube video. Subscribe. You need to be eligible. You have to subscribe. Hit a like. Ring the bell. Do all those good things. You should always be commenting and give us that thumbs up. Helps a ton. Uh, But get in the comments with your answer. And uh, yeah. then we'll contact you and Chris will transfer you those tickets and you'll be going to yeah. see Mike Riley and the Lions probably lose their fourth in a row tonight against the 9-1 and one Blue Bombers who look to wrap up the West Division tonight. Let's get into it, Chris. The Bombers are heavy favorites in this game. BC is sliding. Losers of three straight. The last time yeah. they played Winnipeg, they were 4-2. and two. Now they're 4-5. and five. And instead of them being a team pushing for second place, potentially in the West division, they're scrapping for a playoff spot, uh, with Saskatchewan and Calgary and, and maybe even Edmonton, you can't pack it up right now, but you know, we know which direction the Elks are headed, uh, currently. So, uh, there's a lot of storylines going into this game. Andrew Harris is on the six-game injured list. Brady Oliveira gets another start. How good was Oliveira, in relief yeah. of Harris, played just over a half of football? He was a 100-yard rusher.
2: Yeah, he. you know what? He is a bull. He's a, he's a young Andrew Harris. I know they say they don't really run alike, but I think they do. Mm-hmm. I think they have the ability to break tackles, to uh, make people miss. And he's a really north-south runner. And I think Brady's making a name for himself. As you said, he hasn't played a lot. But well, he's got uh, two hundred yard games under his belt already, in limited time. Yep. So he is a guy that can get the job done. Uh, you know, best wishes to Andrew Harris. I hope he's healthy. I hope he comes back because I know you know the kind of competitor he is. He's had kind of a kind of a tough year already. You know, with the training camp and then the calf, and you know, missed a couple of games. And he was just coming into his prime again, the old Andrew Harris. And he caught that little five yard pass and fell into the end zone awkwardly and got hit. And that was uh, that was it, as they say. So. You know, knock out one. Hopefully, he comes around because Andrew Harris is a you know not only a, a great football player, but he's a huge leader in that locker room.
1: Yeah, big time emotional leader. Number yeah. thirty three is, and it's been a calf injury in the one leg that has kind of um, you know thrown his season a little bit off kilter. Uh, and definitely through training camp now, it's the knee in the other leg. So 34 years old, those legs are. And just 54 yards off the CFL rushing lead right now, despite missing the first few games of the season where Oliveira got his first 100-yard rushing game uh, of 2021 and, and of his professional career. Yeah. Uh, and, and there he is right there behind William Stanback of the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, I know Vernon Adams Jr. is hurt, and they've since traded for Trevor Harris. I was really looking forward to, to the number one ranked offense in the CFL in Montreal in that back-to-back against Winnipeg following the bye week. That would be November 6th and 13th. Whether it's Trevor Harris or Matthew Schiltz, we'll still look towards those games. But for Andrew Harris, Chris, it's a no-brainer. He wants to be on the field, but he would trade a Grey Cup ring in a split second uh, or or trade a rushing title for another Grey Cup ring in an absolute split second. Uh, so I think it's prudent right now. I'd like your opinion on this. Should the Blue Bombers rest and preserve some of the players on this team? It goes beyond Andrew Harris, but it starts with him.
2: Yeah, that's really interesting. It's a great question because of the fact that there's also that the worry that you're going to lose your focus, right? All of a sudden you're you're out for a bit and guys, your team maybe doesn't have the same, uh, you know, direction if you would because you know when you're fighting to make the playoffs and now to wrap up the you know west division you're always going 100 miles an hour your team is playing tough now you start saying now who do you you know that's the thing so as coach o'shea and kyle walters are going to sit down and go okay do we rest willie do we rest jeff coat do we let adam big hill go you know i the problem with these guys they don't want to leave the field either because remember a lot of these guys are also playing for their own little things because they got bonuses in a contract for all-star bonuses for maybe being out most outstanding player or just being nominated by the bombers for one of the categories, whether it be special teams or, you know, stuff like that. So who do you, uh, you know, who do you sit and how do you sit them? Um, I, I don't think if I, I go back to my career and, and, and I, and if they said to me, walls, uh, we don't want you to play this week. I don't think I'd want to take the week off because I don't want to lose my edge. Right. I feel like I'm not in the game anymore. And anybody who's ever stood on the sideline, whether you've been injured or not in a game, for whatever reason, you just don't feel like you're part of the team. And I don't care if you're getting rested. It's just not the same thing.
1: Yeah, well, offensive line, no doubt different than some of the other positions. It's difficult to load manage an offensive lineman because there's only one reserve uh, on yeah. the roster that leads us to Jamarcus Hardrick who missed last game. Uh, it's listed as a hip injury and he is on the roster this week. He's not on the one game injured list anymore, but he is lined uh, on the depth chart behind Pat Newfeld at right tackle. So it looks part. like that starting O-line is going to remain uh, as it was last week, but yeah. there's Hardrick, there's Jeff Gray. The Blue Bombers have an option there to see how Hardrick feels on no. game day. Yeah. But, You
2: know, see, there's a good point. Now, see, that's the opposite of what you're just talking about. But yet it has the same vein in the fact that now do you, you know, obviously this is a game time uh, decision on Jamarcus Hardrick. mm -hmm. Now this is a scenario where I would definitely, if he's not a hundred percent. Now that's the time of situation where I say, Hey, you know what? Pat can stay. Pat Newfield can stay at tackle. Give yourself another week because I'd rather have – that's a difference, right, when you're a little bit nicked up. And, I mean, most of the guys are nicked up anyway. But having said that, to get a guy of, uh, you know, Hardrick's talent and, you know, just as emotional value to that offense, yes. I would rest him. He's still going to miss out. He's going to be obviously be a game-time decision. I'm kind of – I'll be honest with you. Just the way they put him on the depth chart, I'd be very surprised if he is playing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see how that goes
1: and, and the rest of the load management. Uh, before we hear from Brady Oliveira, head coach Mike O'Shea got some good comments from him about the 1-0 mentality and where that uh, comes from uh, inside that Blue Bombers locker room. Willie Jefferson about his teammates. And, and Jefferson has played on some very good teams. The Edmonton... Uh, you know, now yeah, the Elks, elk. but but formerly, yeah. um, of the course, the, their past name, uh, you know, that, that we've now moved on from saying. But Great Cup champions in 2015 when Willie Jefferson wore number 99, won that cup right here at IG Field in Winnipeg. Uh, and then, of you know, of the vaunted Chris Jones defense, but now here in Winnipeg. How he compares those teams and, and the difference between this Blue Bombers team uh, and those other good defenses that he's been on. Uh, before we get into all of those, uh, those guys, Chris, um, when it comes to, while well, the 21st century term is load management, the past used to be rest versus rust. Andrew Harris is on the six game injured list. Michael Shea has been clear that it could, you know, it's a business move. It, there are cap implications to putting a high salaried player like Harris on the six game injured list. Um, the team has signed an all-star kicker in Sergio Castillo. We'll get into that. Shaq Cooper at running back as well as Winston Rose, who is uh decided to come back to the CFL after, uh, you know, a season and a half in the national football league. Um, that money has to come from somewhere. So if Harris is on the six game injured list for this week, maybe it's not next week. Maybe it is, uh, but some relief will be there. Uh, you have depth. You have a great plan B or 1A, 1B you know, 1B plans uh, with Brady Oliveira, with a talented D-line group and linebacking core. Depth now added and bolstered on the back end of the defense, at defensive back, receiver, we're starting to see it as well. And here's the most interesting one to me, Chris. Zach Kolaris. His backup quarterback, Sean McGuire, He might lead the league in touchdown runs this season. That's fine because he's running the, the wedge package and the goal line. But he doesn't have many more than a half dozen attempts passing in the CFL. Might it be smart to give Sean McGuire a good look in this final stretch of the season? Because I think it would take hell or high water for the Blue Bombers to lose out and not lock down that West Final hosting job December 5th. Oh, Chris, I don't have your—I don't have your mic right now. I've lost your audio.
2: What a bunch of shite!
1: <laughs> I'm not even. <laughs> We're back. The ghosts of Bonfire Sports continue to haunt, and your audio. Uh, my computer. Okay, I'm, I'm going to edit this together so the viewers, it'll be a seamless experience. But yeah. you guys have, like everybody out there, you have no idea how much my ears are burning right now. I've never heard more swear words in a <laughs> five-minute span than I just did in my entire life. Yeah,
2: yeah wow. I, appal- I apologize that to the people who didn't hear that. But yeah, you know what I'm trying to deal with? Uh, you got all the high-tech equipment there. I'm running a thing. Uh, my computer is uh, from the Flintstone era. So, I mean, obviously it was breaking down. It would shut off and we didn't get any volume for a while, but we were back, baby. We're back. We're back. And we're,
1: you know, maybe your computer should, uh, you know, practice some load management and ensure it's good for the long haul. If the Bombers are, they'll presumably will win one of their next uh, final four games of the season. So we'll we'll presume they're in the West final December 5th, very likely to be here in Winnipeg, whether they're in the gray cup, We need Chris Walby and his technology in order, working order, uh, for a Grey Cup run for this Blue Bombers team. But, Chris, when it comes to the players on the field and picking up where we left off, what's your take on ensuring the guys are where they need to be but then also balancing having to take some of your main contributors out when players want to play, they want to be on the field?
2: Yeah, I don't know if you can do that. I mean, I, I, I never liked that. I didn't like when guys got taken out. I think we lost some of the drive. I think we lost some of the chem- – you know what? Probably what the biggest thing is, the chemistry. Mm-hmm. You learn to play together. Now, having said that, is this one of those scenarios when you got a guy like Winston Rose coming back now? Yep. Where does he fit? Because this is an all-star. He was not, led the league in the interceptions in 2019. He played some time with Cincinnati. How, where, I mean, do you mess with this? They got such good chemistry in that backfield right now. You know, the Jordan Younger, the head coach or the uh, DB coach, has done such a great job with these guys. I mean, does he take Nick Taylor out? Do you take, you know, a Dietrich Nichols out who blocked the punt? He's got three interceptions. I mean, who do you, I mean, this is DeAndre this, Alfred's having you know, an all star season. He could win rookie of the year. And that's the thing. See, now he doesn't want to come in because he might have that, right? And the other thing is, but it also gives Coach O'Shea an opportunity to say, let's see Winston play again. Right. You know, he's back in lot. And then you got, you know, you're thinking about all these other guys. And you mentioned a guy that I thought was very interesting. Obviously, with Andrew Hurt, and now they got Brady Oliveira. And maybe we'll see a little Johnny Augustine. Mm-hmm. They pick up Shaq Cooper. Yep. Shaq Cooper, who was the leading rusher for the BC Lions. Yeah. Now they don't and run the football much, but but they don't carry the ball at all. I mean, yeah. he's only like twenty yards ahead of Mike Michael Riley rushing. So, but he is a but legitimate starting. He was,
1: when... He's a legitimate starting caliber tailback. He's an American. Well, listen,
2: when I watched him play for Edmonton. He was a, he was a darter. He's got some yep. speed, man. He's, yep. and he, he's just he's really a nice runner. So he he, he runs with team,
1: power too. Like delivers the blow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, to me, it's just the rich got richer, right? And we haven't even touched on the other guy. And you talked about that. No, and the last thing we just talked about salary, yep. cap implications, mm-hmm. putting Andrew on the six, which doesn't work toward the cap. But having said that, you've got five kickers on your camp. Five kickers. Yeah. I and mean, I've been on teams where you have five quarterbacks, but five kickers. You remember? So I guarantee <laughs> there's some change coming there, brother. You're you going to have to get listen. You can't keep all five. I know you want to love them all, and you want to you know just protect these guys. You can't keep five. Remember when we
1: remember when training camp began, and it was one guy, a rookie yeah. Canadian, Mark Leggio. He's been yeah. healthy and on this team, and and, and punting throughout this all. Yeah. But you got Tyler Karpinia, who's on the six game uh, injured list with a hamstring. Uh, Ali Mortada will kick against the BC lions tonight. Um, You've got uh, Ferraro, uh, a Canadian out of the University of Guelph. He joined the team on the practice roster. The Blue Bombers held a bit of a a workout for some kickers, and Ferraro won that workout, was the words Mike O'Shea used. So he's waiting in the wings. And then you've got, in my opinion, the best kicker in the CFL in 2019. Not Liram Hirelahu. It was Sergio Castillo, who kicked and punted so well for the BC Lions in 2019. He kicked for the New York Jets in 2020, and now those NFL opportunities have dried up. Hiralahu got a workout for Washington, recently released by the Dallas Cowboys. So he's still down there waiting in the wings, but Sergio Castillo signed on and uh, following a uh, the Blue Bombers bye week and that uh, obvious uh, back. the um, uh, the quarantine period he he'll, he'll be in to uh, very likely take the reins in the place kicking. Listen,
2: you're a hundred percent right, DB. You're not bringing a guy like that of that caliber to, to 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 be a backup to any of these guys. He wouldn't he wouldn't come right. I th- no exactly. I think they made a promise to him and said, "Hey, listen, you in you when you get out past quarantine, you can play your plan." Well, they need him. You got a feel for Matata. He had the best game last week in Edmonton, where when I call, remember the game he had to redeem himself. He went four for five. Yeah, he missed an extra point, missed one field goal, but those things still come back to haunt you. And you know, tonight against the BC in Winnipeg, he's going to have to have a real special game. His goal is to make it so difficult for the bombers to get, you know, let them go. Maybe they'll just keep them around as a, you know, as a practice, but, but who wants to do that? Once you've seen, uh, you know, once you put your resume out there, put it that way, you know, if you got a good resume, you got an opportunity. If you are got a, you know, it's on your resume may miss the occasional two or three. Uh, the odds are that you uh, you'll be looking for work in another occupation.
1: Yeah. I hate to use the term, but it's true. In this case, Ali Mortada looks to be a lame duck, kicker at this point uh, very How do you likely. think he feels? What? what do you think he feels now? Yeah. He had to talk he to says the media controller but Huh? He had to talk to the media this week too. They wanted to talk to him about that.
2: Yeah, I hear, I heard he handled it really gracefully. He did. He's an absolute uh, bro. bro. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I that's the thing. You got to like the, that's what O'Shea loves about the guy. Of course. If he had if he could somehow get those shanks to just hit between the two pipes and a little bit more regularity, he's going to have to go perfect now to make it any kind of a a question mark. Uh, but when you got a guy like you mentioned, Sergio, is 91% in 2019. Yeah. 85-plus um, you
1: know, his
2: career. Yeah. And just think about that. Everybody's talking about Money Medlock and what he meant to that team. You know, we watched him kick six field goals. We're talking about Medlock. Well, this, this is the same kind of caliber that Castillo is. So now you've got – potentially your kicking problems over. Your defense gets stronger. You've got a backup running back in Shaq Cooper. Uh, Winston Rose comes. The rich just get richer.
1: Yeah, no question. Uh, linebacker is another spot where Kevin Brown might be injured right now. I believe it's, it's something in the lower body, maybe a knee. I'm, I'm, it's not off the top of my head, but he's missed a good stretch of time. John Trell yeah. Rockamore, who got an interception in his CFL debut back in week one. Uh, he is coming off the roster. So if it's Kyrie Wilson or Jesse Briggs or Shane Gauthier or Tanner Cadwalader, who... Needs to come off or you want more depth. You, you've got John Trow Rockmore uh, waiting there as well. But we, we've, we de- you know, deviated from the big question right now, Chris. I think the Blue Bombers will be cautious and patient yeah. with Andrew Harris as they can be oh, because yes. Brady is, is so good and we're going to hear from him uh, in just a second. But my question to me, the most pressing question is you got four games remaining. They only need to win one in order to have top spot in the entire CFL and and definitely the West. Zach Kolaris and Sean McGuire, how do you approach the quarterbacking in this final month of the season?
2: You know what? And I think we might have talked about it, but if we haven't, let's do it right now. I think Sean McGuire gets a lot more reps. I don't think he starts. How do you do it? Do you do it in the fourth quarter? Do you give him the middle of the game, like second and third? I think you just put him in Buck Pierce, the offensive corner, just puts him in and, and creates a package for him now. Like a two-quarterback system. Yeah, you put him in there, but you let, let, let him go for a few drives. You know, like, remember what they did with uh, Strebler last year? Strebler would come in short yards, then he'd run a few plays, then he'd come back, then he'd run a couple of plays. I think that's what they got to do. You've got to get him some type of experience. I mean, Sean has only thrown three balls. He's one for three. And one of those was on a fake uh, second down. We right. went deep to Nick Dembski. So, yeah. listen. Uh, I agree with you 100%. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket if it were, per, per se, with uh, Zach. But I, you know what? And I, I I want to talk about Zach in a bit. Uh, the media. This is where we got cut off last time, and maybe it was a act of the big guy upstairs. <laughs> nitpicking this guy. Yeah, he's he's under-throwing balls. Inter- yeah, no. So, oh, yeah, he's got yeah, under-throwing balls. Yep. He's thrown three interceptions. He's got 15 touchdowns. Right. He threw 400-plus yards against these very same BC Lions. But yet they're all like, What's wrong? that's when you know your team is good. Well, that's how Without good he's been.
1: For anything to nitpick yeah. on that—that's how and good I, Zach Claris has been. Is that he, you know, throws, he, take, he underthrows takes underthrows three balls in, in over two games, and it's suddenly you know what's wrong.
2: Oh yeah, we're worried about that. And then of course you know he goes, yeah, I need to make better decisions. I heard that questions with Darvin Abs. Why isn't Darvin getting the ball? You know, it's my fault. I underthrew him. I you know I got to put him in a better situation. That's one thing they love about Zach Claris. Such a team player. I mean, he is. He takes the brunt. I mean, if I was a quarterback and those media guys did that, I'd give him a head slap. I'd give an Angela Mosca a head slap. Come here. Come here, you. You want to ask me that question again? That's
1: it. Bye. Goodbye. Good opportunity here for us to jump from offense to defense. And Willie Jefferson spoke about the team and teammate mentality the Blue Bombers have, and that differentiating uh, Willie Jefferson's time here in Winnipeg from times on very good defenses in Edmonton and Saskatchewan.
0: Uh, the way that I could compare the defense that we're on now to to defenses that I was on before is we are more we're more t- uh, uh more together like we we have a chemistry here you know uh DBs talk so much to each other like they know what's going on even when you know what I'm saying even when it's just hand signals or whatever things like that body you know what I'm saying body motions and things like that so that's that's one thing and then it's it's like that from the top down i can talk to uh the alpha which is a db right outside of me and like you know so like i might know the play but the alpha might know the play i'll talk to him and then it relay, or you know what i'm saying vice versa and i, I can talk to jackson on the other side of the field or i can talk to you know uh bigs right behind me and it just relay. so uh i figure the, the teammates that I have now aren't – I don't want to say they're better than the teammates that I had before, but the teammates that I have now, we're more together. We, we, talk, we talk more, communicate better, and we understand each other's game. And the way that we play defense, we play it as one. We don't play it as 12 individuals. We play it as one, as one whole defense. And we all want to get to the ball. We all want to make plays, and we all want to uh, make Coach Rich smile in the, in the press box. So, you know, when we when we come in from like halftime or uh, after the game and see Coach Rich and he told us we had a good game and stuff like that, that makes everybody on the defense feel good. And that's one of the things that we look forward to. That's why we play as hard as we do. And that's why we, you know, ball the way we ball. Appreciate you, Willie. Have fun tomorrow. Appreciate it. That
1: might be the biggest strength this Blue Bombers team has, Chris, is – that, that camaraderie, that gel, that chemistry, yeah. whatever you want to call it, that bond is so strong inside this Blue Bombers locker room that veterans of the CFL that have played on a variety of teams notice that being the big difference. Not how good they are on the field, but how tight they are off it as well.
2: And that's a huge thing. And, and all the years I've played, and I hate about reminiscing with myself, but the guys that would get together after we hung. Uh, the old line always hung. Uh, we had a bunch of guys, running backs, the quarterbacks would hang, whether it be Dunnigan, Tom Clemens, Johnny I um, And I hung Johnny Huffnagel on a coat hook once because he was driving me crazy. <laughs> you you know, I'm just, just kidding me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, when, we were in a, when one of the local watering holes, and I picked him up and hung him on a coat hook. Wow. Uh, you wouldn't do that today, though, just, not the GM but, of the Calgary Stampeders. Stam he theater. was singing. <laughs> he was singing on stage with uh, the late departed and rest in peace Val Belcher, and they were up on stage singing good old Rocky Top. And I never laughed so hard. And then, you know, Johnny Huffnagel used to be a smart little cat. He'd always lip off. So one day we just said, okay, come here, Johnny. Boom. Hang him up. Leave him there for a bit. Oh, yeah. We had a good time, man. Wow. But that, to your point, they have such that they have that chemistry. They just want to hang around. And I think it's we go, we talked about this our very first bonfire show. O'Shea and Kyle Walters and Wade Miller have created a culture of they just, they only pick up certain players that fit into the culture to come to this team. And the word of mouth, when other players phone somebody and say, "Hey, what's Winnipeg like? Should I come there?" Everything is about hundred percent. Come to Winnipeg, you're gonna love it. I mean, yeah, I, I read, I heard Marcus Sales, you know, who's now playing for BC, who did not play the first matchup. Right. He's looking forward to seeing his things, his guys, but he likes the the BC Lions cause he said there's more to do in the city. Well, he got a three uh, he got nothing. a three year deal too, right? Well, I don't that's know what Winnipeg it, it willing to, down to the Greenbacks, like my friend. Yep. You know what? It's all about that. Never but, hey, blame that's...
1: never blame a guy for looking after his family no, and taking care of it? business.
2: Because there's no guarantee in this league. You know it as well as I know it. Right. I could sign a three-year contract for $2 million and get cut tomorrow and I got nothing. Yeah. It's not like the NFL where you're guaranteed salary, right? Right. So, yeah, and I I just like the way this team is put together. And I think we have, the strength of this team is, is the D and O line. And I know I sound a bit biased when I talk about the O line, but this O-line is as good an O-line as I've seen in years. And the D-line, actually Rick Campbell said it best, the best in the league. Yeah, The best in the league. They are. They get after it. And I'm loving the fact that Jackson Jeffcoat is finally getting some love from the media. Uh, you know, I mean, these two guys, Willie and him, I don't know. We talked about this last week, and maybe next week we'll do it as we get closer and after they wrap up first. Start talking about who we think our picks might be. That's why we'll do a next week show about for the different categories I like as it. far as outstanding players because that's gonna be tough. I don't know how you pick. I mean, look at Adam Biggie's having uh, Big Hill's having such a good year. Then you got the two ends. Uh, you got Brandon Alexander right down the pipe at the safety who's playing lights out at safety now. Uh, you Kenny got these Lawler, young kids at the corner. Mike Jones, who you never hear about. Yeah. You know, I mean this is a great team. I mean, there there is no chink in the armor.
1: Yeah. You you and were that's...
2: just you were just talking
1: about the defense. I mentioned Kenny Lawler, Andrew yeah. Harris. Brady Oliveira has obviously been yes. limited in playing time, but uh, you know, I don't know if he'll be factored, but Stanley Bryant and uh Drew Desjardins, Michael Couture, uh Pat Newfeld, Jamarcus Hardrick, all those guys are gonna be in the conversation uh when it comes to uh award time. Uh Nick Dembski, Mike Miller, Uh, they got a lot of guys that have done extremely well this year. I think that all-star ballot, uh, and even those all-star selections are going to be littered, uh, with WPG next to uh, a lot of the names. Um, Chris, you talk about that Miller, O'Shea, Walters trio and players wanting to come here. Um, it kind of leads into, uh, you know, uh, something Mike O'Shea was asked this week about that one and O mentality, that focus. And you can use any cliche you want, uh, but one of the true ones about this Blue Bombers team, and I'm sure you've had this experience as as well, you talk to anybody right now, a fan, a player, like whatever, the only team that can beat the Winnipeg Blue Bombers this season and get in their way between today and a Grey Cup is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yeah. They can only beat themselves. I understand injury at key positions could factor in. They that's, do have very good huge. depth, but they can only be beat by themselves. And I don't see that happening with how well they're coached, how strong that uh, leadership core is in the yeah. locker room. And I asked Mike O'Shea that one and O mentality, that focus, all those things that that factor into that, where it comes from
3: if you were within earshot all the time, you have never heard me say that (laughs) want to know like that specific phrase, the idea, the concept is, is very valuable. Um, and as I've said before, I'm not probably smart enough to think about it any other way. So it's, uh, it's also an easy concept to, to, um, manage and it's a easy concept to stick to. right. Um, it does simplify things and, I do think that we have, uh, once again, uh, uh, a huge amount of veteran leadership that have figured that out, that that's an easy way to think too. So um, they've coined the phrase, you know, "one and know this week, and, and they, they run with it. But, um, you know, I think it's, it's, it sums up the concept pretty, pretty succinctly
1: a common used cliche in, in sports is flush it and move on. Your quarterback uses the phrase snap and clear, whether it's, you know, from play to play or, or week to week, um, good or bad to the next result. How do you communicate that to your team? You know, if they've come up with the phrase, do you do it to your leadership? Do you do it through your coaches? Where did that overall mentality?
3: Origin? Well, I think we, we bring in the guys that are already thinking like that, you know, um, on a bigger picture, I guess the, when you say common use phrases and I know that media doesn't necessarily like cliches and stuff, but they're, they're common use because they're true. (laughs) You know, they have to be that way. Players have to be that way. If they, if you think about what just happened for too long, you're missing what's going to happen and the play that's, that's going on right now. So I don't know that there's any other way to do it. And the really good pros are really good at that, at moving on from anything good or bad, you know, and staying very even keeled and in the moment. And that's, I mean, that's talked about in any sport, anywhere in the world is just being present in the moment on that particular play or that particular time or that particular shot or that particular save or whatever it is. So I don't think it's unique to our group. I think, once again, we have a lot of veterans that have come to understand it very well.
4: Thank you, Mike.
2: And he said, I, you've never heard me say that. You've never heard me say the one and only mentality. He says, I'm not even allowed in the locker room. That's the guys that talk about it. They've taken it upon themselves to talk about, you know, uh, what do we have to do to win? That's obviously, uh, I listened to Zach Kalaris talk about, you know, protect the football, limit the turnovers, and you got a good chance, to win, you know, to win the football games. Uh, I just think that right now, uh, this is a team that understands, and it's tough because a lot of times you have good teams and there'll be players playing for themselves, not for the team. Right. You don't see that here.
1: No.
2: Talk about anybody. They're so complimentary to other teams. You know the uh, BC is good. They had a tough break. You know they're not going to be bad. Yep. Uh, the, credit, they hey, hey. anything to put on the board or on the bulletin
1: board. Andrew Harris will say credit to the offensive line. Brandon yeah. Alexander will say credit to Biggie and and uh, the Jeff the Jeffs up front. Jefferson uh, and Jeff Coat. Uh, You know the receivers will say credit to Zach or credit yeah. to my teammate next to me. They laid a good block, which allowed me to pick up yak uh, yeah. yak yards. Uh, it's it, it's it's very impressive. The play on the field, it's even more impressive, Chris, of of just that mentality and that culture uh, that is really starting to shine um, from all corners uh, right now inside that Blue Bombers uh, organization. If you're any other team in the CFL, you're the Toronto Argonauts, you're the Montreal Alouettes, you're a surging Calgary Stampeders team. Looking forward to seeing uh, them, I can see over my shoulder here,
2: Uh, Stamps stamps in
1: Saskatchewan this week will be a a heck of a lot of fun to watch. If you're either of those teams, you look at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, like you talk about a daunting task and a a tall mountain to climb. Uh, That playoff game on December 5th, wherever it is, likely here in Winnipeg, it's um, it's going to be really
2: tough, really tough. And the weather will be, think about it, Winnipeg, December 5th. And we've been blessed with such good weather leading up, you know, obviously we're almost in November here. Uh, and to have the temperature I see next week even is plus thirteen and plus eleven again. Uh you can't beat that kind of thing, but you know for a fact, dollar to donut, that come December 5th, it's going to be cold. No question. And, it's
1: probably uh, gonna turn in a second, too, right? Like
2: I played on that field where we had way back when there, uh, DB, we had so much ice we tried to cover it, and then we didn't when he pulled it off, the ice was the, the field was frozen. We played on an 85 yard field. I think it might be the only time we've ever played. We played Edmonton, and they were the Eskimos back then. And Brett the Toaster Williams. If you watch the film, it's the most hilarious thing you ever seen. Everybody sliding around. I'm blocking a toaster. We aren't moving off the line of scrimmage. He says, "What do you got?" I said, "Staples." You screws. <laughs> we were all our shoes were loaded with all our own stuff, but everyone around us was all sliding around. We were wow. just stuck in the middle of the picture. Well, you There's know had a story for the campfire,
1: no, no doubt, And you know, I asked Willie Jefferson uh, about that, you know, all these Florida and Texas guys, these warm weather yeah. football players. It's part of the culture of coming to Canada. They know it's yes. coming, uh, tips and tricks about keeping the, the extremities, the toes, the feet, very important for football players, the hands, yeah. the fingers, uh, in grabbing jerseys and blocking That's and the catching the football. Th- those are all going to be important in addition to the equipment, no staples and screws anymore, but, no. um, you know, obviously high tech footwear uh, on these guys, but, if it is Brady Oliveira carrying the rock on those cold weather games the rest of the way here uh, or before Andrew Harris gets healthy, Oliveira played at the University of North Dakota. They played yeah. in a dome. They practiced at yeah. an indoor facility, but he's a born and bred Winnipegger. He talked wow. about playing on the fields as a member of the Oak Park Raiders, as uh, you know, a member of, of uh, minor football um, and Pop Warner level uh, here in the city. Uh, and yeah. also those high school championship games in this same building at IG Field, Brady Oliveira played in those games and uh, you know uh, won championships on that field. He knows what's what it's in for. He's going to be just as effective as anybody yeah. else uh, on those fields. Those, those are going to factor in as well. Let's hear a little bit from Brady Oliveira, the man who will start at running back tonight you and I spoke, um, you know, quite at length during training camp about your hunger level going into this year, following, you know, 2019 and everything that that encapsulated. Um, sometimes a morsel or a couple bites can make someone even more hungry. Where's your, where's your gauge on that hunger level now?
4: You know, I think, uh, you know, the sky's the limit for me. Uh, I've gone out there and and showed what I can do. Uh, you know, I think I, I pass it. you know, running backs, you know, get asked to, you know, obviously block in this league, not just run the ball. And I think I've gone out there and and showed a a great job of me, you know, stepping up in the pocket and, and, and blocking for Zach and, and catching the ball at the backfield and then obviously running the ball. So, I think I've shown that I can do all three things really well. Um, So the fact that I can get more opportunities to go out there and just to solidify that and go out there and really, you know, play my brand of football and show, you know, the world what I can do. And uh, not even just that, but just uh, the fact that, you know, my teammates are, you know, just leaning on me and trusting me to carry the the workload uh, really means a lot to me. So I don't want to let them down.
1: Is part of that um, being, more of a contributor you know 2019 was tough you know you, you barely stepped on the field before that injury happened but there you have uh you know a championship ring uh, tucked away at home w- would it mean that much more now that you're you know you got a couple hundred yard rushing games in this league and then that you're contributing to wins
4: 100 percent, man uh you know i definitely you know thought that way in 19 you know with us winning the great cup it was amazing to be a part of it but just me being a natural competitor uh, I definitely wish that I can contribute, you know, more and, and, you know, everyone contributes, right. Everyone contributes in their own, own way, whatever your role is. And, and I think, you know, in 19, you know, when I came back at the end of the year and I was able to practice, I showed some great reps, uh, you know, practice looks, so, you know, all that is contributing, but me being just the competitor that I am, um, being able to be on the field, there's nothing better than that going out there and and going to war with your teammates and looking to the the guy next to you and knowing that, you know, I got your back, you got my back. Um, so the fact that I'm able to do that now this year, um, it would definitely, you know, be a lot sweeter than than 19.
2: Appreciate you, Brady. Thanks. DB, one of the things I think we should really look at, and, I, and I'm just going to throw this out there, Brady can run. He's, a you know, Oliver is having a, you know, this kid's a, he, he can be a starter on most any other team. No question. The yeah. other thing, though, that I'm going to throw in there, my X factor is Johnny Augustine. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him. I think he's carried the ball three times all year. I think. Right. He might not even. I can't even. I, I don't even know. He's, I can't find his stats this year. But that's a power back. Now you get colder weather. And you can punish a guy because this guy can run hard. He does. He's not a fleet as foot as as a Brady or a Andrew. But he's a punishing runner. And he'll run over you rather than th- around you. So I, I would sprinkle. I'm hoping tonight do we get to see a little Johnny Augustine run the football,
1: Chris? I know there's there's tons of fans. My my Twitter account is always littered with why aren't we seeing more Johnny Augustine? We just uh, might see that in this final stretch uh, of the regular season. Okay, Chris. Keys to the game. Everybody's my waiting for it. Keys
2: to the game. Well, first off, I think in the offense, you know, we talk about this, and I I I don't think I've talked so much with an O line as I ever have this year. Usually it's a negative kind of thing, or some guy's not playing up part. I think they just got to continue to dominate the line of scrimmage. You got no Harris, no problem. We just talked about Brady, and Johnny, uh, Augustine in there. Take advantage of the field position. I found it interesting. The Bombers starting average on the football, every time they get it, is uh, average is 38-yard line, the best in the CFL. If they can continue to have that kind of field position, they're going to continue to be successful. Defense. Look at this. This defense is going against the same defensive line and Michael Riley or the o line. Excuse me. They had six sacks last time on Michael Riley. You don't think they're going to look at that script and go, how do we change up? We don't have to change. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. So I expect them to come off and early. And I think that BC will try to run the football. But their leading rusher is now a member of the Bombers and Shaq Cooper. So it's crazy. And his specialty, as we talk about it, is I, I I like this kid. I think I understand what way he does. Ali Murtada. Man, I just hope that, you know, that he can put aside all the stuff that's in the back of his head right now about, you know, bringing in Sergio Castillo. I just have a game of his life because if it doesn't work out here and I'm not sure what's going to happen, I hope the kid gets an opportunity to kick. That's his lifelong passion. So I'm hoping for him. And I want to say congratulations to Long Snacker long snacker. That's me. When I get a, Oh, I'd like to snack long, long oh, snacker. Oh, but I want to well you were eating it. hot dogs
1: for breakfast. So I had a, breakfast hot long snack.
2: dog. Yeah. Long snacker. Well, I want to congratulate Mike Benson on his hundredth game, the long snapper. There Winnipeg, you go.
1: Winnipeg native son, Mike Benson, former yeah. Winnipeg rifle. Uh, and, um, yeah, very impressive, uh, for him, uh, to, to hit this mark in his career. And, you know, he said this week, Chris, he hopes to play uh, a few more years here in Winnipeg.
2: Well, come on. They don't do much. I mean, I hate to take it away. <laughs> it's his Happy 100th game. But, yeah, listen. He's a yeah. specialist. You got to perform when it matters. Yeah, it's just like kicker, right? Yeah. I know. But, he, you know, he's got a lot of pressure. And in the old days, we could put a nose tackle over the long snapper. And oh, they'd and blow them out. was the best. And they'd come at him. And, butt, and it, they hurt a lot of guys because their head's yeah. down. Right. Now they made it, you can't do it at league rules. You can't affect them right now, eh? That's a good one so that's, that's a it good allowed, rule. Uh, you know, yeah, that's a great rule. Uh, safety first, I always say. Safety first, especially if you're long snacking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you should <laughs> practice a little safety first if you're having hot dogs for breakfast like Chris Walby All right, man. Good show today, Chris. And and want to remind everybody out there, if you want to win tickets to tonight's yeah. game, who's the toughest safety Chris Walby ever played with? And if you've watched... Game day, Winnipeg, here on Bonfire Sports in the Past, you know the answer to this. So get into the comments. Be sure yep. you're subscribed uh, like. and give us your answer, the toughest safety be ever played with, uh, and we will uh, contact you and uh, make sure you got uh, a pair of Ducats, uh, that's tickets, for
2: tonight's game. TB, always a pleasure. I got a little, what's that? I got the wife, she's got to go back to work. Somebody's got to make money in this house. Happy birthday, so Chris. back to work. Thank you for the birthday wishes, everybody. Have a great day. Go Blue. Ten and one. Woohoo! First Western Cup since 1972. Western final. Sorry. Man, I'm all over the place today. I tell you, you got don't it, eat no breakfast. Get a your of day. Have a great one, I'll buddy. Later, Enjoy TV. the game. God bless, brother.